Welcome to the Writer's Hour, where we have creative conversations with up-and-coming authors on their latest books. This is the place to be if you wish to get a preview of new books that are available for the voracious bibliophile, as well as the story behind the story for the voyeur who wishes a peek behind the creative curtain. Here's your host, Janine Bolin. Hi, this is Janine Bolin with The Writer's Hour Creative Conversations, and I'm with my dear friend, Kristen Judd. We've known each other for about five years now, and what was really fun is I got to meet her at a thing called Wine, Women, and Wealth. And the neat thing about Kristen is not only is she an author and a contributing author of multiple books, but she also has created and is part of the Five Rings Financial Agency and is an executive president there. And so... To say that we're both women of money and wealth and living the good life our way is kind of the understatement. Thanks for being with us today, Kristen. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. I know. It's going to be fun. So first of all, you know, people kind of look at you and they see, oh, yeah, executive vice president, yada, yada, about this great agency. And I'm like, hey, did you know she was also an author? So tell us a little bit about your journey. Did you ever think you would be like an author of money books of all things? Well, and it's funny because I don't think I ever really aspired to say, oh, yeah, I'm going to write a book one day. And oddly enough, the first one that I wrote, it wasn't one, I kept getting nudges, right? Like, you need to put this out there. And I'm like, yeah, no, it's not that, I just want it. It's mine, you know, like, I just use it for me and, and, and kept get, kept getting signs like, oh, yeah, you should do that. Oh, yeah, you should do that. And so like, okay, fine, I'll do it. And in about three, four weeks, got it done, did, did the self-publishing thing. And, you know, very selfishly, I did it for me. But then obviously, then I had to share it because it was, it wasn't necessarily geared towards money necessarily, you know, as far as like teaching people, talking to people about money, but really about building habits and building a business. Correct. Building habits and building a business. Funny how money manages to slide in there as part of the discipline, part of the discipline required for you to be able to be the best business owner you can possibly be. So when you were writing that first book and building a business, what was it that you were going through at that time that wanted you to focus on that? Um. Uh, you know, I was definitely in a growth state of wanting to, you know, get to that next level. And, and so discipline has been a big word lately. It, I've, br- I've brought it up many, many times as far as, uh, and, and being a, an entrepreneur requires you to be disciplined in a lot of different areas. Um, and, really figuring out which habits you need to hone and create and hold yourself accountable for, because if we're in business by ourselves or even with a spouse or part of a team, you know, finding that accountability. And personally, I'm not a very good accountability partner. That's what I realized during this whole thing is that I get so like, I'm driving with my blinders on. I'm just going and, but you do you and I'll I'll do me. And, and, and so, but I had to keep myself accountable some way. And this was a system that was uh, shown to me by uh, a, a business coach, very simple. And then I added a couple of other things uh, to the, 
to the system, but it created a ridiculous amount of intentionality, um, was able to um, create, so to speak. I like to use the word create as far as um, asking the universe, God, whoever you want to call it, to help provide new clients, new agents, new whatever, uh, and have them come into my life. So, um, so it was, um, it was just one of those things where I kept telling people about it and they were like, well, you should, you should publish it. And I was like, but I don't know if I want to do that. (laughs) I don't know if this is really my thing. I don't know if being an author is really my thing. I think you and I both got shoved into author authorship with uh, very reluctantly. It was because of my students and same for you. It was because of the people you were working with that kind of shoved you into that uh, mindset or into that place. So you said you talked, you, you were able to write it in three weeks. Um, I had a similar experience. I was able to write mine uh, in about two and a half weeks, three weeks, or, you know, I'd say three weeks, uh, the very first book after that, sometimes it got a little longer, but Mm -hmm. um, what, what was it about that? you know, three week period of time that you were able to just crank your book out like that? Well, mine's, um, well, mine's a little bit more simplistic than, uh, words on a page. Like, um, mine is, mine is, uh, a lot more journal. It's more like a journal. So it's like, Hey, you need to create this. Take, let's tap into your subconscious by writing, all of that. So I didn't have as many words. I just had to make sure all the formatting and all that kind of stuff uh, made sense. And then I had my spelling right. So <laughs> mine wasn't quite a, yeah, mine wasn't quite as um, in depth as say uh, the, the kind of writing that you do. Um, but learning the whole process of self-publishing, it's kind of um, that, that probably took up more time than, than actually putting together the book, but, you know, finding someone to design the cover, getting the formatting, you know, all of that, that's, that's a, that's a process. Uh, I agree. As any author will tell you getting, you know, getting the book and the words down are great. And then once you get it down, you're like, Oh, take a breath, congratulate yourself. You finished your book. Now it's time to make your book look like a book. And that, that's the challenge, isn't it? Is the formatting and getting covers. And, oh, my goodness, I thought the hard part was the actual writing it. We don't like to share that, but it's true. It's like, oh, you think it's hard writing the book? What do you get ready to start publishing that sucker? And when, <laughs> so there's yeah. always a learning curve. If you're an author, you will always be in a perpetual state of being a student because <laughs> there's always something new. So <laughs> I, if you don't mind, before we go, I was just going to keep this short and sweet and let people know there are ways to write a book in two weeks three weeks it does not Mm -hmm. have to be arduous i've heard authors say that they were able to do it in 24 hours or 36 hours or over a weekend at a cabin you know Mm -hmm. that that when you sit down and say okay i'm going to write a book and when i get done it you know and set the time for yourself it's amazing as you said what comes out of your subconscious so Let's talk a little bit where you and I met, because that is where the rubber hit the road for you and I's relationship, where we were like, okay, we're going to do something together. And that was Wine, Women, and Wealth. Tell me a little bit more about that group, how it got started, because that's where I met you. Yeah, so uh, Wine, Women, Wealth is part of um, just 
our way of giving back to the community as far as one, just creating a community. Uh, You know, we've had it part of our system, so to speak, for our company for probably close to 14, 15 years now, something like that. Um, But we really just wanted what one of the things that we noticed is that um, the financial services industry is very male dominated. They speak male. We don't understand them. They don't understand us, but our needs as females is very, very different than our male counterparts. And we, we recognized it. And as women, we are starting more businesses than men are probably two to one. Uh, we're starting to be in the space where we're actually the, the primary breadwinner or we're making all the financial decisions on our own. And so we know that if it isn't happening this year, it's probably happening next year or it's already happened. But women are in control of 67, about probably 67, two thirds of the money in the in the United States right now. Mm-hmm. And and so we wanted to create a space that was inviting and fun and relaxing, but also create community. Uh, it's it's a space where women can come from all walks of life and different phases of their life and just come, drink wine, laugh a little, giggle a little, create, um, get some more connections with other individuals, learn from each other. But it is centered around money. And so we do have a conversation about money. It's always different. Usually it's about the ooey gooey side of money, the emotional piece. Nobody's ever been emotional about money, right? Right. Um, Yeah, that's not been my experience. I have people breaking (laughs) down during my seminars. And when I first started doing money and I was having people just literally break down bawling, I thought, man, I must be an awful speaker. Little did I know that was actually giving them hope. It was just the way they released it. So yeah. It was quite a journey for me as a speaker when I started that part of the business. But when I met you at Wine, Women, and Wealth, yes, you have a sponsor, somebody there that's selling the wine. And yes, you have a sponsor for some of the food or something like that. And I thought that was wonderful so that you could help support some of the uh, female-run businesses in your area. And the other thing that I thought was so lovely was the fact that the women that came together really knew they were there to help share. They really knew they were there to help uh, not so much teach as this was my experience. You may want to look into X, Y, Z. And then just the sharing of resources. Like, you know, if you found that you needed something that was outside of that group, did anybody know someone who was trustworthy? To me, that was the the sheer power of the group you created. Yeah. 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 It's, well, it's my favorite night of the month, honestly, uh, where we just get to, we just get to be girls, right? Like, and, and, and be silly and fun. But then, you know, the other part is too, is that I really want women to walk away with some ahas, some different thoughts, maybe, maybe even start this journey of making this shift or mending their relationship with money or whatever that looks like. That's, that's really the whole goal um, is, you know, like if we all lift up together and we're all, you know, cause I do, I want everyone to start making more money. I want, I want everyone to get into that space. So, you know, we've had people come and walk away with a new job. We've had people come and collaborate. And, and so that's how you and I were collaborate. We've been collaborating most recently um, in the last few months and stuff, but um 
it's, it's just amazing what kind of happens when you put a whole bunch of really like-minded, motivated uh, women and you can just, you just kind of wait and watch and see what happens. That's pretty cool. I love the way that you're very laissez-faire about it, but yet you have extreme structure in those events. It's just done so well that most people don't even know they're being moved through one phase to another phase. And the thing that was brilliant for me was we had a young lady there that was 21 years of age and had started her own agency to help parents with uh, college-age children navigate the new systems of college. And then we had a 72-year-old who was starting her first business. So just the range of ages was wonderful, but all wanted the same thing. Everybody wanted everybody else to succeed, and they didn't want themselves to fail. And then you took that nine minutes, that's all the time you took out of that meeting, and in nine minutes, you shared a whole, what I call a semester's worth of material on how you handle your long-term investments. And I was like, I wonder if these people understand just how brilliant you have to be to explain all of that stuff. So whether anyone else got it, I got it. And I was just like, bravo. And so I was like, I had to get you on the writer's hour just because I just wanted to, nothing else, sing your praises and say oh. that, <laughs> that Kristen Judd knows what she's talking about. And she also makes sure that you don't overpay for insurance and that you don't underpay for things that could come and bite you on the butt and you wouldn't know about it, right? Yep. So I just wanted to share that little bit Thank with you. you. So that. where can our listeners go if they want more information about what you do and how they get a hold of you? Um, so I am pretty much accessible everywhere or I try to be. So you can find me on LinkedIn. You can find me on Facebook. My Our um, business page is called uh, Money Secrets or Learn Money Secrets. And you can connect with us there. Um, and uh, feel free to just call or text 303-944-6195. Or you can send me an email at Kristen, I'm a 10, Chris 10, at fiveringsfinancial.com. Yep, that'll be great. And we'll go ahead and make sure we post this in the description as well. So Kristen, thanks so much for your time today. It was lovely being able to chat with you about your book. All right, thank you. Awesome. Uh-huh. And that's Janine Bolin with the Writer's Hour Creative Conversations. Stay tuned to our next episode in a couple of weeks when we bring on yet another author. Thank you for listening to the Writer's Hour. To hear more about the creative conversations that Janine Bolin is sharing with her listeners, please visit janinebolin.com forward slash guest. <laughs>